The Tennessee Volunteers are back at practice this week after that embarrassing loss to Florida. Do the Volunteers make that quarterback change or do we stick with JG? A lot of question marks on this season and it only has just begun. Now roll that beautiful bean footage. Can we say that? Vaughn Nation, stand up. It's time to represent the A65. No limits, no strings attached. It's just us and Tennessee sports. You are now listening to the League of Their Own. Now here is your host, Josh Snyder. What's going on, guys? It's your boy Josh from the League of Their Own. Welcome to today's show. Uh, this show is going to be very brief. Uh, there's not much to talk about. You know, after that embarrassing loss to Florida, we are on a bye week this week, and we needed it. Uh, fans needed it. Players needed it. They all needed it. Everybody needed it. So here we are. At the bye week, and uh, <clears throat> man, where do we go from here? But first, before we jump into everything, we're going to go ahead and run through the stats of the Florida game. For those who are not stat junkies, just you might want to just go ahead and skip on forward, play, okay? Because uh, this is for the, the people that love the stats. I mean, even though there wasn't great stats for Tennessee, we will still run through them anyway, just because we can. <clears throat> <clears throat> and so let's begin. Let's go ahead and start with the passing. Yeah, Jared Garantano, Garantano, geez, excuse me. 10 of 17 for 107 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. We're going to talk about JG's performance here in just a little bit. Brian Maurer, uh, 4 of 11, 44 yards, zero touchdowns, and one interception. One interception was not his fault, I don't think. Just like JG, it was off the receiver's hands, so... Let's go into rushing. Not much of a rushing game attack this this past game. None. I mean, just pitiful numbers. Ty Chandler with 10 carries for 34 yards. Gray with 6 carries for 27 yards. <clears throat> Tim Jordan, 3 carries, 16 yards. And then, you know, JG, 4 carries, 6 yards. And uh, let's go ahead and go to receiving. Juwan Jennings, 7 receptions for 73 yards. Callaway, one reception for 27 yards. See the problem there? One reception. Palmer, Josh Palmer with uh, two receptions, 24 yards. Johnson with one reception for 22 yards. And then Pope with one reception, five. Jordan with one reception, two. And then Brian caught his own pass off a tip ball there, and he had one reception for minus two yards. <clears throat> You go on our defense, our leading tackler was Daniel Petuli. Actually, I'm sorry, he was a co-leading tackler with Theo Jackson. They both had five tackles. Uh, Petuli had three assists, and Theo had one. Uh, Theo did have one interception. Um, the only, well, I'm sorry, not the only turnover. Florida turned it over, I believe, three times. We turned it over four, four or five. I think it was four times. Anyway, let's run down, continue running down the defense. Henry Toto, four tackles, four assists. Darrell Taylor, four tackles, two assists. Butler with four tackles, one assist. Bryce Thompson with three tackles, four assists. <clears throat> and then Flowers with three. Nigel Warrior with uh, three. Schamberger with three. And then the list it drops off from there. So, um, obviously, our corners and our. Um, our DBs were, were doing a lot of tackle. Well, we're supposed to be doing a lot of tackling. So, <laughs> kicking game. Uh, Brent Samaglia. God, 
Sign this guy up for, for MVP trophy. One of one uh, in the uh, Florida game. And I think he's 11 for 11 in, in nationally. It leads. I don't know. We'll have to look up that stat, but he is at the top there with kickers. He's either 11 for 11, 7 for something like He hasn't missed yet. <clears throat> so at least our kicker is doing wonderful. So let's talk about JG. Now, let me, let me go ahead and. <clears throat> Still got a cold, guys, so we're going to do this on the fly. I'm not going to cut nothing. We're going we're gonna to go ahead and roll with it. JG. JG's performance, lackluster performance. Um, <clears throat> was a true, like, kick in the tail for us. Like, okay, maybe half of these people that are saying JG is not the guy has been right this whole time. Um, JG's just something's not clicking with this guy. I'm sure he's a he's a great dude. He's he's a he's a he's a great human being, but <clears throat> something is not working for him. Something's not clicking. And you can say he's had four coordinators in four years, but that doesn't make a difference. There's plenty of other teams that have different coordinators throughout their 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 career quarterbacks who have different coordinators throughout their career and they still do wonderful. What's the problem here? We have no excuse. The excuse is that JG is unfortunately just not a he's just a bad quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. <clears throat> not a great quarterback. Sure his numbers show that he's he's an okay quarterback but when you don't throw the ball 20 yards or more, sure, your numbers are going to look good. When you're throwing dinking and dive passes at the line of scrimmage, behind the line of scrimmage, of course your numbers are going to be good. <clears throat> you have you cannot perfect the deep ball. JG has not perfected the deep ball. JG's vision, I don't know what's wrong with his vision. His awareness has gotten a little better over the years, but you were a dual-threat quarterback coming out of high school. Why are you afraid to run? I know he gets beat up all the time when he, you know, in the pocket, and he's probably he's probably timid. He's probably afraid to take hits. Not only is he afraid to take hits, he's afraid to take the deep shot. And then when he does, it's just not accurate. Good case in point here. But this isn't a deep shot here, this play. But <clears throat> for those who are, are watching. Uh, on YouTube, you can see this, but for those who are listening on audio, I'm sorry, you're not going to be able to see this, but I will tell you what happens here. This is a play that JG threw an interception right to the cornerback. I'm sure you remember this play. I mean, right to him, right in his hands. <clears throat> now, you have a lot of people that said Callaway ran the wrong route, which is incorrect. You know how I know? Because I heard Eric Ainge say the exact same thing. And, Eric, hey, I believe Eric Ain. He's a smart guy, right? So, here's the play. You got Callaway's over on the left side of the line. Now, the defense is playing a cover two. So, this corner is actually going to play very short. He's not, he's not worried about anything behind him. He has that safety back there on his side of the field covering everything deep. Okay? So, this, this cornerback is going to sit down on this on this on this zone over here 
So Callaway's job is to read that. He sees that he already has a safety on his side of the field. And he can tell that this corner is going to sit down in this zone right here. And Callaway can take the top off the defense by running his – he's supposed to run a it's, – it's actually designed where he's supposed to either – if he sees that the corner is 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 backpedaling, he's going to run his little 12-yard hitch or, or whatever, 10-yard hitch, whatever it is he runs. But he sees that he is pr press coverage right here and that this cornerback is going to sit down. So he, he goes past this cornerback, okay? He's taking the top off the defense, making that safety make a play if JG can hit him in this open area. But as you know, JG read that incorrectly, thought that Callaway was going to do his hitch, and threw it right there into the waiting arms of the Florida cornerback. <clears throat> now, I probably broke that down wrong, and it sounded weird, but that's how it was supposed to work. Callaway ran the, the correct route. JG read the, the, he read it wrong. He just read it wrong. And it seems like every week we're having to question this kid. And maybe it's time. <clears throat> maybe it is time to, to, to put in that quarter, the different quarterback. What's the worst that's going to happen now, right? We're one in three. What's the worst? That's going to happen. We'll be one and four. Okay. We're going that direction anyway with the best quarterback apparently on this roster. Put Brian in. I'll talk about Brian here in a second, but uh, put somebody else in. <clears throat> JT Shroud even. Just give him. Give him playing time. I mean, we're, we're, we're just getting mutilated. We're getting... Oh, it's just, it's tough to watch every Saturday. And at this point, there's 30-something days till basketball, and that's what's on everybody's mind now. Football season's done with for us. You have those loyal fans, I guess, that are like, well, win or lose, we're still Vol fans. Yes, we're all still Vol fans here, guys. But for us to take the time out of our day to watch this, this performance uh, is just, just embarrassing. Just embarrassing. <clears throat> And we'll, we'll talk about that here in just a second, about the, the fans trying to take everybody's vol card because they're tired of... Listen, listen. Let me just go ahead and clear the air real fast, and then we'll talk about Brian. <clears throat> you think that you can tell other people that they need to stop being a vol fan or turn in their vol card or whatever you want to say just because they're fed up of watching these performances. That's stupid. That's the stupidest thing I have ever, ever heard. Stupid. We're all Vol fans, right? Right now, the sink, uh, the, the sink, the ship has sunk. <coughs> the ship has sunk. And a lot of people are jumping off. They don't want to be a part of it. It's embarrassing to watch. It's just embarrassing. <clears throat> so don't shun other other fans because they don't want to watch anymore or they're saying, well, th you know, this team is terrible. We are. We are. They're speaking the truth. And for you to say, you can't be a Vol fan no more. Turn in your Vol card. Shut up. Just shut up. Just be quiet. 
just be quiet, okay? You don't got you don't have the right to tell anybody who if they shut just be quiet. Just be quiet. We're frustrated. A lot of us are frustrated because we're one in three. It's not okay to lose. <laughs> we live in a different time now. I understand that. A lot of soft people out there. They, it's okay to lose. Let's give them a, participa- a participation award. It's not okay to lose. It's not. Okay? It's not okay to lose. You go out there to try to win the game. Sure, they're just kids in, in college, but... You don't, they, I'm sure they're not happy with a participation award. So for those who are saying, you guys need to turn in your vault card, you guys aren't fans anymore, blah, 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 blah. Just be quiet. Just zip it. If you want to settle for less than mediocre, then by all means, you go ahead. But don't get on everybody else because they're frustrated with this team. If you're fine with being one and three and you, you're okay with that, then be okay with it. Then don't worry about the other half that's not okay with it. Anyway. Let's get off that train before I get a little frustrated with that. But it is what it is. I'm I'm kind of on the fence with with this team. Obviously, we're one and three. We're terrible. We we haven't shown any progression. We've regressed in this Florida game. It looked like, <clears throat> and it just it's it, it seems like it's getting worse. It's pretty rough. Pretty rough. But do I hate this team with a passion? No. Do I still want them to succeed? Absolutely. Should my vol card or my my fan title be taken away? Hell no. Get out of here with that mess. Get out of here with that mess. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Anyway, let's talk about Brian. I'm sorry, I went on a little rant there. Um, just it's just I see that in every post on on social media everywhere. Just <clears throat> completely just it's it's unreal. Anyway, let's talk about Brian. Brian did enter the game. And it was a it was a, it was a little bit of a spark of what we needed. It wasn't great, but he came in the game, looked good, got us some yardage, got us some first downs, something we lacked in the first half, and we got three points on the board. So Brian led us to three points. <clears throat> I think he's a momentum shifter if his downfield passing is uh gets worked on and his reads get worked on but he's that threat that we need now he can run the ball as you can see and he can he can sort of pass like I said once that gets worked on this will be a guy that that hopefully is not coming in with with certain packages on the offense but is a full-time starter but then we have the Harrison Bailey kid coming in so it's just going to be a fun ride for Tennessee these next several years because I mean we, uh, as I do my air quotes, we have the talent, but something's not working on the field. But I like Brian coming in. And do we see Brian start against Georgia? Probably not. You will see JG start. Unless, for some reason, Jeremy Pruitt decides to shock Knox Vegas here and and say that Brian's going to start. <clears throat> Don't know. I, I, I mean, Brian was he, – he went in the game in the third quarter – on the road against Florida in the swamp. He didn't get rattled too much. He did what he needed to do. Now, um, you play Georgia at home here. 
I believe it's here. Yeah. Here. And do you start him? But like I said, I don't think <clears throat> you're going to see Brian start. You'll probably see JG do his thing, get the start, <clears throat> do his lackluster performance, and then we see a quarterback change second, third quarter, like we we saw it in the third quarter against Florida. So that's what I think is going to happen. Now, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I mean, it is what it is. But that's what I think is going to happen. I don't think you'll see JT Shroud at all this year unless for some reason JG gets hurt and then Brian plays bad or Brian gets hurt, whatever, whatever. <clears throat> I think JG and Brian are going to be your two guys um, that are probably duking it out right now in practice. Now, JT might get a get some playing time against UAB, but that's not even a, a shoe-in win either, so... We'll find out how that goes. <clears throat> we don't even know what our record will be when we get to that point, but I'm sure it's not going to be the greatest because we have a treacherous uh, streak right here with uh, Florida, Georgia, Alabama. Or Florida, Georgia, Mississippi State, Alabama. One of those, yeah. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's a rough road for Tennessee, and it's, and it's rough for the Tennessee fans as well, so. It's, um, it's getting a little crazy. Now, they were talking today about the possibility of who's going to be entering the transfer portal because I think you have a time frame, obviously, to enter the transfer portal. And you've got a lot of reporters out there, sports guys that are at practice now um, and that are, are listening for the chatter of if somebody is going to enter the transfer portal and if they do, who that person is. So keep your ears and eyes open. <clears throat> I don't think we'll see an upperclassman enter the transfer portal, but you never know. You never know. So um, it's just crazy how Tennessee is. The football team has just fallen completely off the map, which that's been several years now, but completely fallen off the face of the earth. And it's it's only going to get even more rocky from here. And it's sad to say that because, you know, I love this uh, university. I love this football team. I love the I, – I just love it. But the truth is, is it's not looking any better for Tennessee. <clears throat> and we have to accept – we have to accept the truth. Nothing we can do as fans – Nothing we can do as podcast hosts. Nothing we can do is and as we we can't do anything but just sit back and take it. And um, <clears throat> that's just it's just what it is. I feel bad for the players on this team. You know they thought they were gonna do something special here, and obviously we've done something worse. <clears throat> so, um, like I said, no cuts in this show. I'm going to look here. So, obviously, we have the kickoff announced for the Georgia game. It's a 7 p.m. game, so it's a night game on ESPN. And, um, obviously, Georgia just come off of that win against Notre Dame there. Close game, you know, even though Notre Dame <coughs> faked a lot of injuries there. But let's see. While we're on this right now, let's go ahead and look up the uh, – the spread for the game, uh, that's definitely been released. It should be released. 
and I'm sure it's really, really high at the moment. And uh, I don't see it being any lower than, I don't see it being any lower than 30, but let me take a look here. Uh, let me see what I've got. Oh, man. I hope that's not accurate. <clears throat> Let's see. I think it is a 30-point spread. Whew. Let me double-check here. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, it's a 26-point spread. So... No, 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 that's, that's the wrong one, guys. That's, the, that's a different Georgia. That's Georgia State, and even though we were <laughs> a favor there, it didn't work out for us. Um, I'll get back to that. I'll keep looking that up, but I'm sure it's up in the 30s. But <clears throat> Guys, this show is actually brought to you by SeatGeek. SeatGeek is an amazing app that helps you find tickets in the easiest way possible. Um, I'm sure you can get the Tennessee tickets on the low, low right now. Use our code LOTTO, L-O-T-O, when you check out and receive $20 off your first order. Also, Garth Brooks is coming into town at Neyland Stadium in November. I already got my tickets. Get yours. Again, use the, the code LOTTO, L-O-T-O, and receive $20 off your first order. So there you go. Kaboom. Shaboom. So we move into Georgia, and uh, I'm still looking up this spread can't multitask at the moment so um <clears throat> we'll we'll see what happens here but i'm assuming it's very very high at above 26 and uh <laughs> will <laughs> will we cover Ooh, we won't no no i don't think so i think we're gonna get uh molly wap there against georgia now Let's see here. It'll be it'll be very shocking if we ha if this is a close game, but I highly doubt it. I, I'm sure I, I don't know if they're doing checker Neeland or not. <clears throat> I mean, is it even worth it? <laughs> but I don't know. We'll uh, we'll find out. And um, if I can get this on the fly, then I can. I can help everybody out here. Yeah, we don't play this week. So maybe the spread isn't out just yet because we are two weeks away from that. But I'm assuming it <coughs> it's 25 or higher um, just because it is Georgia. So Now, do you want to hear my prediction for the game? Sure, I will give you my prediction for the game because whether it be now, even though we're on our bye week or – or a few days before the game, my prediction is still going to stay the same. Still going to stay the same. Um, Georgia is definitely going to manhandle us. We don't. We don't even stand up to par with Georgia, <coughs> and we'll get uh, we'll get rocked out of that out of the Neyland Stadium pretty hard. And um, so that's why I'm not going to that game. <laughs> I will be watching that game from home. Um. It's going to be a rough game for Tennessee, and I believe we have some recruits that are coming to that game <clears throat> for their visit. Now, the main question is, is, are those recruits coming to see us, or are they wanting to come see the number five team in the nation or four team, whatever they are, um, even though they are being recruited by Tennessee? So 
that's that's a question too so um the recruiting recruiting trail i think we're still ranked somewhere in the 11 or 12 mark i mean even with that we can't even turn it around it's 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 i'm just so i'm just so down that it's it's starting to become just boring to do this unfortunately with uh with tennessee and this and their performances but <clears throat> the recruits are are what really matter right now because um either one they're gonna stick with us or two they're gonna go somewhere else and you have recruits who have, who have two different mindsets here two different mindsets <clears throat> one i want to go to a team that is winning or will win or um two they want to be a part of the solution they want to say oh wow tennessee is struggling bad i could be that piece i could be that guy that helps bring tennessee back to relevancy is that even a word well it is now you have two types. One that's like, I don't want to go to that team because they're losing. I want to go to a team that's winning now and that will win next year. And then you got the other recruit that will, I want to come help this team. That's it. That's it. That's the only two. That's the only two type of recruits that you have. Change my mind. Change my mind. Unless you get paid from another school because we know that still goes around in college football. Whether they enforce the rule or not, kids are still getting paid. <clears throat> but, guys, like I said, this was a very short show for me. It was just me just mumbling and, and going round and round on this merry-go-round of, of, of just misery. So, <clears throat> we'll continue to do our thing. It's the bye week. And uh, get some good practice in this week and uh, sit back on Saturday and watch some other games. And then get another week of practice in and get ready for Georgia. We have two weeks to get ready for Georgia. Two weeks. We should see, well, let me correct myself. If we don't see anything different in these in the game against Georgia, then we know <clears throat> that if you, haven't, if you don't already know, then we, we're in it for the long haul and it's going to be a bad, bad, bad season. Because we have two weeks to prepare for Georgia. If we don't put up some sort of fight, some sort of fight. Now, I know we're going to lose. But if we if we don't put up a fight, then something something's wrong. And it's going to be, obviously, it's downhill already. But it's going to be downhill from here, from the rest of the way to the end of the season. So, guys, that's going to wrap it up for me. I'm Josh with League of Their Own. <sighs> and, uh... We'll see. Uh, we'll see you next Saturday. We might do. We might do a little live thing on this Saturday, just to let everybody therapy invent again. But uh, we'll see you next Saturday for the Georgia game, and uh, we'll do a live session before, and then we'll do a therapy session after, because you know we're gonna need it. So, guys, I'm Josh from League of Their Own, and as always, it gets so tough to say this every time. As always, go Vols. Start a record label, Miss Fish just did it. Nylon.